1: Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and in your retirement. As always, here on the show, uh, the Max Out Savings Show is a show about savings and investing and, and building up wealth. Hence, we call it the Max Out Savings Show. That's the best way to do it: is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. On a, a, a recent, uh, it, last week, we talked a little bit about saving money and. Uh, and building up wealth, I'm going to touch on a couple of those. We're also going to be talking about the coronavirus, how it affects your account. Tremendous moves in the market. We're going to bring you up to date on what's happened there. We've been talking about this in the show for well over a month, warning you this is coming down. Uh, Wall Street ignored it. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, so, But but I want to, again, kind of expand a little bit about savings. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Uh, we, we talked on the show last week a little bit about – Let's say you put away ten thousand dollars a a year, it, and it grows at just at an average rate. It's going to take you eleven years up until until the eleventh year that if you're putting away ten thousand a year, to you maybe start making more money from the ten thousand you're putting into the in, into your plan every year. So what what we find is is unless you're saving aggressively initially it's very hard to build up wealth over the long term it's very hard to grow your way in in into the wealth until you get a certain size of wealth then it's a little easier and that's why we always say save aggressively invest conservatively so so remember if you start your 401k plan you put away ten thousand dollars a year uh every year it won't be till the till the uh a decade later till you start making more than $10,000 a year in the, in the account. So it it just takes time. And that's even with growth built up and it's 11 years away. And so put away that money, everyone should be putting away at least 10% plus the company match at a minimum. The research says about 13% will get you where you to be. This is an income-based savings program or 401k or 403b, uh, but – so this this will get you where you need to be regardless of of, of your income, whether it's it, – whether you're making $40,000 a year or $400,000 a year. The numbers are the same because you tend to spend up to what you're making, and, and 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 so this is why this is so important. And once you build up the wealth, you can come talk to us at Maxout Savings Advisors, which our main job is managing people's retirement, their IRA rollovers uh, for the long term. And then once you retire – Oftentimes you've got 20, some cases 30 years more. You have to manage that money and, and get through retirement, and we're here to help you with that as well. So if you need some help, by the way, you can go to the website, sign up for our free max out savings report. We've sent, I think we've sent out three, three maybe four reports this this month, uh, this year so far. That's a lot of reports. We're really trying to keep you up with the COVID virus, what's going on. We've been writing about this. Uh, we're saying we've been saying this isn't the flu. Uh, Wall Street, the media were telling you this is the flu. We're like, no, this is not a flu. And, uh, and, you know, I'm going to be expanding upon this. I've heard Rush Limbaugh last week a couple times say this is like a – it's not like the flu. It, it, I'm sorry, but China doesn't shut down 80 percent of their, their manufacturing capacity and in some cases quarantine cities of $7 million people to their home because the flu is, is – it, it, it's something materially different, and you you have to look at this and understand this. And this is what we tried to get you get you through on this. So uh, we're going to come up with a lot more reports. We're putting out another report this week. So if you go to our website maxoutsavings.com, you can do two things. You can you can sign up for a meeting, request a meeting with me. I'll sit down and show you how we're dealing with this crisis for our clients, how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. We do an enormous amount of risk analysis work, uh, probably as good as anybody out there trying to catch these things ahead of time to protect you. Or you know, sign up for the free report. It's completely free. You're not going to get a phone call from us. You're not going to get anything. It's a private list. Uh, I want to help you build up wealth over the long term. It's the max out savings report. So, you know, where do I start this week? Um, you know, it, 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 there's just no doubt about it. It was a tough week overall in the markets. Uh, it, it, we we have been talking about the coronavirus uh, for the last, you know, it, literally it's been over a month. And we, we've been saying, hey, the coronavirus is coming. This thing is serious. Be prepared. Uh, you know, the, you know, a, a comment, uh, I even been made a, a couple of weeks back. I made a comment to, uh, to Ryan, Ryan, the, our producer. Uh, and she, so Ryan, I'm like, Ryan, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to, you know, make this a bigger deal, but I, I think we really need to tell people, what do you think was I too, you know, you know, warning people on this too much. And she says, no, you know, you're responsible for yourself. And, and, uh. You know, and she basically had a good point. She's a single mom, and uh, tough as nails. Actually, she deserved it. Was in Afghanistan for a while. I mean, it's. But she uh, you know, she goes, "I have children. You've got to protect your children, and you've got to watch out. If, if if you don't do it, no one else will." And so this is why we try to bring this stuff to you. Uh, this week was a complete disaster in the market. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, you know, it just pretty much across the board uh the market was down uh you know 12% in the dow 11% in the s&p 500 uh it, it just across the board uh decline in, in the markets and, and, and so when we try to expand upon this and in and, and explain where this is going look the market i tell you something interesting is if you look at at the market the the stock market it hit a high last week hit an all-time high in the stock market. We were saying, hey, look, this market's going down. This is in trouble. You've got to be careful here. And the market kept going up. We reiterated the positions. This is very dangerous. Market hit an all-time high last week. The market hit a long, all-time high to a 10% correction. It took six days. The last time we saw that was in 1929. This is an ext- now, we've seen bigger declines, very quicker. Remember, uh, in '87, different things like that. But even '87, it hit a high, and then a month later, you had the crash. It, 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 this is the first time a stock market—the the, the second time in history—the stock market was an all-time high and crashed to a 10% decline within um, within six days. And um, the only other time was 1929. It shows you the that what that's telling you is is somebody flipped the switch. It, not somebody, but people suddenly came to the realization: Oh my God, the coronavirus is the real thing! I had no idea. Uh, evidently, they were listening to CNN or, or, or uh, you know, Wall Street pundits. But uh, it, and and it flipped the switch. So that so people just the minute they saw this was spreading in 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 Italy, they panicked. They they everybody for some reason thought that the, that this thing wasn't going to spread. But we told you. Uh, a month ago, that the R naught factor—I think I said at the time—the R naught factor look, was looking like it was closer to three and a half. Now, R naught is is a spread ratio for for a virus. You know, how much does it spread? I think measles—I want to say—has like eight or nine. It just spreads all through the school. You know, uh, those type. But it's pretty benign. Uh, the flu—the flu tends to be about two point three. Maybe this is is three, somewhere in there, but it's it, it's more virulent than the flu. It, it spreads more easily. It has a, a higher R0 factor than than SARS, it, it, which means it spreads more than that. So it's a very dangerous virus. Now, SARS, it, 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 it basically had a mortality rate of 10%, which means if you get SARS, it was pretty bad. This one, it's hard to tell on this. It lo- It's looking like 2%. And so you hear this stuff about the flu every year, this, you know, 30,000 people die from the flu. And, uh, and so, you know, we've got what, 2,800 people die from, from uh, coronavirus. So why would you worry? Well, uh, again, 2% mortality rate on coronavirus. I've seen two numbers, one-tenth or two-tenths of a percent on the flu. And so it's, it's, it's materially more dangerous than the flu. And nobody believes these numbers coming out of Wuhan. We we we, we talked about on our show weeks ago that, that you know we we went to some we went to some websites and actually listen they listened to a, a complete recording of of, of of one group that was interviewing one of the mortuary workers and, and and they were like at the crematorium and they were like yes do you need we need more people we can't get anybody in here we're working twenty four seven we can't keep up and so we know these things are not true and so this is a very dangerous virus and now people are starting to see and by the way we're going to have some tips what how to help you out later in the show on this so it's a very dangerous virus and 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 the the situation and so what we're seeing is we're seeing some panic so what you what you have got to look at is you've got to study what what could happen so you look at China you look what's happening in in Europe and, and 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 so they're shutting down the borders there. England is is really scrambling to prepare. I mean, there was a, they came out the National Institute of Health or National Health Service said one in ten people could get this. That somehow it leaked out that they were there's a contingency plan to make Hyde Park into a morgue. If, 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 they, if they're overwhelmed, I mean, that's, that's this, I mean, Hyde Park was basically, it was a refuge from the plague to show you the situation. And so clearly they're extremely concerned. And I think you're going to see the same thing here. So Ted, oh, should I panic? No, but you should prepare. A couple thoughts. Okay. I've talked to doctors. I've done research. I've read the medical reports. I talked to a very smart doctor. Uh, I met with him yesterday. He said, look, at 80% of the people that are going to get this, it's going to be like a flu. You know, Quite frank, a lot of them will be a very mild flu. They won't, Some people won't even notice. That's 80%. Then another 15% could require some hospitalization. And then the 5%, it's a little dicey. They tend to be older. They tend to have health issues, uh, already pre-existing health issues. Those people, you've got to be a little more careful. So most people this isn't going to be a big thing, but a couple of things. The, here's the problem: the 15% of the people. If, if you get 10% of the people in the United States get this, that's 360 million people. That's 36 million, and, and if you've got you know uh, 3.6, uh, you know what does that work out to be? Um, so about five or six million people or more could require hospitalization. That could overwhelm our hospitals, and that's what they're trying to prepare for now. And so, for the most people, again, and again, we've looked at this. We've been on top of this. We've been warning you. For most people, this is going to be like the flu. you have to understand that. So, but you want to kind of prepare. And so, a couple things we've got to deal with. We have to. If six million people show up at the hospital next month, our 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 healthcare system is going to collapse. But if we drag this thing out over, uh, over six months or so, we'll be able to deal with this. So that's what you want to do. You want to kind of contain it and drag it out. So th- th- we'll be able to do- – the second thing is you're going to see the government, in my opinion, go to almost a we, – we've been saying it for about a week, a wartime footing, which means, wait, Ted. Whoa, what's this? This simply means in wartime, you push all the rules, regulations out of the way, and you get the job done because if you don't, people could die. So you you force things through, you get things done. As an example, uh, China built a hospital in a week in Wuhan. You know, maybe we're not we don't need we've got a lot of hospitals, but what we have to make sure we have things like masks and everything else. Which means 3M is building masks. If they want to increase their factory size, they're putting in robotic systems. If they need a robotic maker for it, the the factory that's making the robots, they halt they put them at the front of the line. The robot gets. Gets ready to go. The robot is air shipped to the factory, and you get it on the floor as quickly as possible. And, and, and so you have to go on that type of footing because we have to do a lot of stuff very quickly to make sure everybody's taken care of. And that's what I think you're going to see in the United States. Is 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 an effort. Understand that World War II. We we were uh, – we had Pearl Harbor, which shocked an enormous – the vast, vast majority of people in the country. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people thought it could happen, but most people didn't, and we were completely caught off guard with virtually no military. We were lucky we had a few carriers left. We had a small army and a little navy. Within a year, we were probably – within two years, we were probably the most – we went from zero to probably the most powerful military operation in the world within two years. We don't – this is different, but at that point in time, they were putting out one Liberty ship, which is a freighter, every single day. Boom, boom! These things were. You got to take the same thing with medication, with mask, with whatever you need to do to get it done, to make sure that you get the problem solved. And that's the one country on the world that could do this is the United States of America. Look, everybody wishes they were in the United States of America right now. Everybody. So all these people that have been bad-mouthing the United States and all these people that presumably were going to move out of the United States when Donald Trump got elected, I don't think they did. But if they did, now they're rushing to get back into the United States because they know we're the only people that can, A, solve this problem, can get it done in a timely fashion and find a cure, which we're going to do. So – Oh, we're coming up on a quick break here. Tell you what, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-107. I'm going to try, I've got some answers of what you can do to protect yourself. By the way, I've talked to some very good doctors about this. this one we're going to be discussing this quite right after this quick break.
2: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070. The answer... But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft.
1: If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
0: Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. schydraulics.com. Welcome
1: back to the Maxwell savings show here we are talking savings investments in your retirement we're we're talking a little bit about the coronavirus to kind of go over with uh you know what the situation is with this and by the way if you got any questions or comments you can give us a call at 713-627-0400 about your ira your 401k about the markets uh you know what what the situation is the um looking out uh as we said, what, where we've had more concerns on this is not that we think it's going to be treated. We think vast majority of people are going to be fine with this. What we have concerns are the supply chains from China, which are starting to fail because China is shut down, and so we can't get products into the United States. And, and the second thing is is that people, you know, we get some type of panic out there. Which is, by the way, this is why the president is trying to downplay this, and, and he, he's stuck. Behind the scenes, he's working extremely hard. They put together teams led by Vice President Prince to handle this. They're moving heaven and earth. But in front, they want to put on – a. they don't want people to just panic. Uh, it, it, and so you've got to deal with that issue. And, and we're going to be discussing the markets here in just a minute. But I want to – I talked to some, some doctors on this, and, and uh, I talked to uh, Reddy on this. And he had some really interesting ideas. What he said, he said, look, Ted – He said, most people that get this, is going to be like the flu. It's just a smaller number of people that really are at risk. And so what you need to do is build up your immune system. I said, what can you do? He said, what you need to do is build up your immune system. And this is very important. So you want to have the people that have a compromised immune system are the ones that are going to really run into trouble with the COVID virus. So what you want to do is build it up. And how you do that, a couple things. You should be eating very well right now, uh, eliminating sugars. Cutting back on alcohol, uh, eating vegetables and things like that. You want to build up your immune system. You, uh, t- t- vitamin C and vitamin D. This helps build up the immune system. Yeah, which, which, so even if you get the COVID, you have a stronger immune system, so you can ride it through it much better. Again, keep in mind the vast majority of the, the, the most people probably won't get the COVID virus, and the people that get the COVID virus, the the coronavirus, the vast majority of them, it'll be like a flu. It's just a smaller percentage. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you're in good shape. He said, look, you want to make sure you get plenty of rest so your body is strong. Uh, avoid handshaking. You know, you know, do an elbow uh, bump or something like that. Uh, this this way you're not spreading it. Uh, wash your hands. You know, wash your hands all the time. 20 seconds, they say. I'm not sure I ever do that, but I... I Wash your hands, and uh, also don't touch your face. Now, I can do everything else, but don't touch your face. I mean, that's a difficult one. Uh, I've looked into into the mask, and, and what a lot of doctors say is, is, look, the mask, if you're not sick, you don't need a mask. Uh, the, I think the good thing about a mask is it keeps you from touching your face. You, you're not going to touch your – you don't want to touch – your your mouth, your nose, your eyes, because that's where the virus can get in. So if you have a mask, it, it sort of helps out. There's virtually no mask out there right now. The doctors are, are struggling to even get masks to, to do. To and they're going to start allocating the, the mask on an on an on an emergency basis to the medical teams. But there are there's actually some pretty good videos on how to make a simple mask out of out of uh, paper towels and a few other things. Uh, that you can get, you just go to the website, but so but that's the thing. Uh, th- those are some of the big things. So what you want to do is, is 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 really kind of build up your immune system, build up your eat better, avoid sugars, avoid uh, alcohol, cut back on the alcohol, and uh, be, and and those are some of the things. So you want to build up your immune system, and 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 you want to wash your hands a lot uh, because that's pretty much how it's spreading. And 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 just and we're all going to get through this. I'm not that concerned about it. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we we've, we've managed people's retirement and their assets, so we've got to be concerned about it for for them and to manage it through. But but so it's not going to be that bad. So anyway, uh, those are some of the things you can do. But you want to build up the weaker parts of people with compromised immune system. I think older people, if you're you know, you want to avoid going outside. It just, the other thing, we've had some questions about food. Look, you should have 30 days of food. The nice thing about that is, is then if if it's it's not here in Houston, so you can go out and get food, you don't have to worry about it down the way. And maybe you just don't want to go to the store every day if you're missing some little thing. So you go once a week later on. So if you've got a food stockpile build up, you'll be okay. Uh, the truth of the matter, I, we had a client in yesterday, and he he talking about he came back. From, remember, he came back from South America a couple years back, and there was a hurricane coming into Houston. And he went to the store, and everything was gone. I mean, you know, we know that in Houston, Texas, the minute a hurricane appears on the horizon, you keep, you know, half the stuff at the grocery store disappears. So you want to get a little ahead of that. So anyway, those are some things. Uh, let you know. Let's talk about the markets here. Um, it, 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 to me, it, it's really just incredible. And we again, we just talked and talked about the COVID virus for a month on the show, and in the max out savings report, and the market kept going up, and then all of a sudden, boom! It was like someone literally flipped a switch, and, and it collapsed. For the biggest, this is the biggest drop from a record high since 1929, and that, that's kind of a warning sign. Uh, there, there, there's been a flight to safety. So, so what the 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 ten-year bond is down to one point one percent, one point one seven percent, and to give you an example, uh, the this was this was about one point six percent a week ago, and it started the year at about one point nine five. So this is a huge drop. Uh, 1.1% is, one point one percent is. Put this in perspective. That's a record low in the ten-year. That is a historic record low in in interest rates. And and so. So, so a couple of things to think about. If you've not refinanced your mortgage over the next week or couple of weeks, maybe take a look at this because it's just ridiculously low rates uh, on a mortgage. We were actually talking to to a, a client. We're working with a an, an estate. And they were trying to figure out what to do with the house. And, and, and you know, we, we, I, I told them that they were looking at paying off the house. I said, look, you might want to, if you can get just ridiculously low rates on a mortgage right now, you might want to go that route. And, and so it changes up some financial plans. And this is going to require some changes in financial plans, I think. And uh, But so the things that have really worked in here have been treasuries, have been um, short-term bonds, uh, TIPs those type of things and we've tried to have those in the accounts and in 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 some of the newer people you know I'm surprised it's dropped that down we've got, we're, we're we're waiting now the question is Ted what well, what about corporate bonds now what we've been warning for for a number of months now is stay away from the corporate bond market you said well rates are going down Ted yes but the corporate bond market uh if you, if you if you listen to what our research says that the debt levels are in corporate America are near record high levels. Uh, if you listen to what the Fed, they go, what are the problems in the world? Interestingly, if you listen to the Fed, they go, well, look, they'll talk about this. They go, the U.S. consumers in pretty good shape. Now, this is good. It's pretty good shape debt-wise in the United States. We're pretty comfortable with where they're at. Then they say, but corporate America, we have some concerns on. The IMF, International Monetary Fund, same thing. BIS, Bank of International Settlements, we're worried about corporate debt. And the problem in the United States, in particular, in other parts of the world, but particularly in the United States, is corporate America has been busily buying back massive amounts of stock. On on, on with Wall Street's encouraging them to buy back stocks, they had these huge multi-billion-dollar stock buyback programs that have been funded by debt because record-low debt. Take advantage of it and buy your stock back. Well, now we're looking at, at just enormous numbers of companies that that are. Uh, that have just collapsed in price, and these comp these these, these uh, executives have sat there and, and spent all their money buying back stock, and now they, they have have troubles and, and, and so this is kind of what 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 the problem is and so I think, I think you're, th- there's been numerous companies down twenty five thirty percent over the last couple of weeks. These guys have been aggressively buying back stock out there now they 're they're, they're, they're heavily indebted now here 's the problem. Put yourself in the CEO's position. So you call up, you call your financial guy, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Business is holding up pretty well. I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, how's our cash position? Well, it's pretty good. We've got a lot of debt. Uh, you know, and we're, of course, we're spending uh, a, a half a billion dollars or a billion dollars a quarter buying back stock. Hey, why don't I, the stock is cheap, but let's cut that out. I don't know where this thing's going to go. And so they're cutting back the stock buyback programs now, and so it's cutting back the the supports on the stocks. But a lot of these companies are in financial trouble. We've seen a number of companies downgraded over the last couple of weeks. We're going to see a lot more. So we would still want to stay away from corporate bonds and from high-yield bonds as well. The high yield market went from what it looks like eighty eight down to it went as low as eighty four dollars which is a pretty big plunge on that, considering most bonds went up and then rallied some but the the, the corporate bond market has given up all the gains the high yield market most of, at one point yesterday it gave up all the gains since october and, and and so you want to continue to avoid the corporate bond market. you can go in short term bond funds and some of them have corporate short term but those bond funds are generally going to avoid the bonds in trouble on the short end. So short-term bond funds, treasuries, things like that. The market, what do we do? The market, it's low last it, – a, a couple things with the market. Looking at the markets, last week, at the end of the week, near the end of the week, it was in an all-time high. Uh, it's given up. Five, it's given up almost all the gains since the September run. It rallied a little bit. But at one time uh, on Friday, it given, the S&P 500 had given up all the gains since the whole move since September when the Fed decided they were going to cut rates and, and, and it boosted up the stock market. And, and at the time, we said that was a mistake by the Fed. But uh, so all the gains. So again, by being prudent and by being cautious, you've been able to avoid these type of situations. Uh, so where do we go from here? Looking at the markets, you would think you would get some type of correction. The problem is, is how much how many more cases of this spread around the United States and how they're going to have to start pulling earnings estimates. And that makes it really difficult because we're dealing with two things. We're dealing with an unknown uh, of the coronavirus. Actually, three things. We're dealing with supply chain issues where companies are having to possibly shut down or curtail operations to some extent because of, of, of they can't get spare parts or, 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 or manufacturing pieces or, or product from China. And we're dealing with the potential that the American public just decides not to go out very much and so business drops off. Uh uh, what I I think we're dealing I think you're going to look at an economic slowdown for the quarter. I think you're going to see no growth out of China for at least two quarters over there. Uh, I think you're going to see a a global slowdown without a doubt because of this. Europe Europe was already teetering on a brink of a recession. Europe I believe is going to go into recession. We're going to see an economic slowdown in the United States. You've got to be cautious. So looking out. Uh, Looking at the S&P 500, it's broken the 50-day earlier in the week, and then it broke the the 100-day moving average, and then it broke the 200-day moving average, and and the 200-day moving average has always been a, a, a pretty good, uh, you know, line of defense, so to speak, on the market. And, and, and so for that to go down like that is is a genuine concern. And, and so kicking out a little bit. It, this thing is broken through, you know, it's it tested a couple times over the last year. It's, it's gone under the 50 and bound, 100 bounce up. It just blew, blew through it Thursday, exploded underneath it. I Look, I think you're probably, you got a reasonably good target on this. I think over time, you're probably looking back to the December of 18 lows, somewhere in that area uh, is where you possibly have to be some concerns about uh, now you know that's maybe twenty three fifty twenty two hundred in the s and p five hundred twenty two thousand on on the dow over over time i mean it's hard to tell now the federal Reserve is chomping at the bit to, for the permission to buy stocks like the bank of japan and 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 so you know will they launch some type of stock buyback program i'm suspecting eventually because i think they're just if they can get into that in you know, I, I think they really want to be able to buy back stock. I, that's the, 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 the rates are so low, they're, they're scrambling to another thing. My own opinion is is, in order for the United States to move ahead, we need to push Wall Street back to where they need to be and ignore the stock market and concentrate on plant equipment and jobs. And I think that's where the Federal Reserve and that's where the United States government should put their actions. For the last decade, we've panicked every single time Wall Street had a Ten percent correction and and I, and I think it's been very detrimental to the united states I, I think it's caused a tremendous amount of income inequality and wealth inequality and and, and, and mo- most of the blame for that quite frankly lands right at the doorstep of the federal Reserve so but you could see that so i think I think you're looking at this I think over time you're looking toward those numbers, so I think you have to still be cautious. I'm not sure you want to buy. Some sectors uh, look awful cheap. Some of the major oil companies that, that have the balance sheets that can ride through this thing I, I, they pay some of these companies are paying extremely good dividends they 're hated by wall street uh, wall street basically while the coronavirus – i mean something fascinating about this to me is is as the coronavirus was developing, and we said that this was a major threat to the United States over the last month and a half wall street led by Larry Fink and BlackRock, was talking about the death the death of the planet, how everyone's going to die due to global warming, and they had to stop the oil and gas industry and, 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 and reallocate capital from it and then get rid of cattle eventually and everything else. So rather than paying attention to the coronavirus, they were watching about global warming. So... The, the, the oil and gas sector, the big caps are probably sold out. But otherwise, be a little careful. And we're going to discuss some more of this and what you can do to further protect yourself right after this, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime
0: for your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket, and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground.
2: And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com.
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings and investments. This is the last segment of the show. If you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 that's 713-339-1070. Uh, and by the way, you can get we've had some people call the office. You can leave a message there, our phone number there uh, to talk to me is 713-627-0400. I'm not there at 713-627-0400, but I'll get back to you. But the Phone number here to ask right now, 713-339-1070. Uh, so looking out, the, uh, the 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 sectors that are, are going to do well are going to be stable demand sectors where things, business is going to hold up. Energy is going to hold up. But oil's down around $45. So you got to have companies with strong balance sheets. They're generally hated by Wall Street right now. Uh, a, a, a while back, we talked about in our max out savings report, which we send out how oil The oil sector is at record low compared to the technology sector. I would stay away from the technology sector. There's too much disruptions out there. Those are very complex supply chains. And with China, they're in trouble. It's an overvalued sector. There's too much money in in the sector, and they're all trying to get out. uh, The... uh, the banking sector. I've seen some groups recommending the banks in here. Be, uh, the low interest rates and in the long end are really going to hurt the banks because they work on a spread. I also think this is going to increase their losses. I think you're going to see losses on on loans uh, in some companies overlevered. I think that if, if if people get in trouble, there'll be losses at the bank. So I would. I, I don't. I don't think it's it's there yet. The, the danger is is this thing, kind of morphs into more of a systemic risk. In the capital structure, there's an enormous amount of money out there, but if people won't lend, and look, this is the problem the Fed sort of has is, let's say they cut interest rates 50 basis points Monday morning. Is that going to help more people go out to, you know, to a rock concert, as Steve Leisman said, or go to, go to the bar or go see their friends? No, because they're worried and they're not going to. Uh, is it going to enc- encourage companies to lend more money? The answer is no, because they've already borrowed too much as it is. So they're really kind of in a box so so you want to be with strong companies with good balance sheets uh that can kind of, that can ride through this thing uh, the precious metal sector uh that's that's done very well it's been over the last two, uh, two or three years uh since i think nineteen two over two years two and a half years gold has outperformed the s and p five hundred i'll repeat that gold has outperformed the s and p five hundred Now, gold was off pretty substantially. It was down like $82, uh, I think, yesterday and uh, down 5% on the week. Uh, Silver was down substantially. It was down 7% yesterday. So, well, Ted, I thought this was – look, yesterday there was pretty much panic and everybody started dumping things and, and, and a lot of people got caught in margin. I'm suspecting there might be some problems at some hedge funds instead of dropping them down. But look, what is the response to this COVID going to be? We all know it. Every central bank in the world is going to try to flood the system with money. A couple, the, the, it's the uh, my jo- job is again to, to protect people's retirement assets. So I got to look around the world, and, and, and so I think you're going to see. Something, and we've been saying this for well, some type of a currency is going to get in trouble over this, and, and so this is going to help gold. And, and precious metals, because people have a lot of confidence in those, and so you're going to see tremendous amount of buying. And if we get a currency issue, then it's going to be a bigger deal. I think we'll get one. The United States is still the best place to be, but keep in mind there's there's the you know the 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 euro, the yen, the 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 pound, the 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 yuan, the Chinese yuan out there. Some of these guys are in a lot of trouble with enormous amounts of debt, and so you're going to see more inflation come in. Um, so I I still think those sectors are going to be good. I think you're getting some some selling as as different groups are in trouble out there. They're having to dump things because people were ill prepared, but but this is what I think we're dealing with here. Uh, the so I I do think the gold, the silver, the uh, short term bonds. You don't get a lot, but you get the. You remember. It, it It was Mark Twain that made made the comment sometimes you know't when a concern uh, concerned about the return on your money, you're concerned about the return of your money and these are one of these times so you got to have a risk plan in place so those should continue to money markets should do well uh they've done a lot of work we get questions on money markets uh, a number of years back we we did some analysis of money market funds in in, in uh There were some problems in the European banks, and we we, analyzed the the money market funds at Fidelity. We were at Fidelity at the time, and and now we're at TD Ameritrade. And we we were shocked how much uh, bank debt, European bank debt, was in the money market. We liquidated all our money markets and moved to a, a, a treasury money market fund. Okay, this time our money markets are in much better shape. The government has really done a lot to make sure they're pretty solid, so I'm pretty comfortable with those. Treasury money market funds are great, too. Uh, but the money market should be fine. Money market, short-term bonds, gold, silver, those type of things are going to be your better. Companies with good, solid dividends. that That's the type of stuff you want to see. And so anyway, and then if you see some opportunities in stocks, but I do think this is unusual to see a break of this severity, particularly off an all-time high. It's very rarely seen. The breakdown underneath the 200-day moving average in the S&P is a concern. And so I think you really have to continue to be cautious because the problem is until we get a handle on the coronavirus, we're not real sure, you know, how this is all going to play out yet. I mean, and and, and so we want to kind of continue to watch. There's some plays, Gilead, uh, that, it's Rezimilad or a, they have a, a drug that looks like it really may, might help out with this. And it's, it's being fast tracked. It's being used by the Chinese, those type of things. There's. I think there's 20 companies working on a vaccine. All this stuff is going to get fast-tracked at, at historic things. And I listen to some of these people, like with Gilead, they're like, well, it's phase three. No, these trials don't mean anything right now. If they think the drug's going to work, they're going to get emergency approvals to push these things through very quickly. And so you're going to see a lot of that type of stuff happening. Now, tell what, this is the last, got a few minutes left. If you want to call 713-339-1070, give us a call with any questions or that, that I haven't, you know, come across here, but I wanted we to... we got a caller. Yeah, I throw... Okay, great. Oh, you had a question
3: for us.
2: All right, his name's Patrick.
3: Yes, Patrick, hello. Yeah, hi. Hey, before I get to my question, I'd like to make a comment about what you said about interest rates a minute ago about, you know, stimulating people to spend money and all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. if I bought a car six months ago and at a cheap interest rate, I'm not going to go dump that car and buy another car just because interest rates dropped a half percent. You know, I mean, I think the the, the Fed, as lousy as they are, is, are being very myopic here in, in these interest rates, thinking they'll stimulate the economy, when actually, for, for the vast amount of wealth savers, you know, baby boomers and such, they're moving interest rate, interest-based investments, and, and it's just destroying their, their ability to to maintain their wealth. So, I mean, oh, exactly. I, I think, you know, you, you just can't say, oh, well, people start. Well, people have been spending money. We need to start thinking about the other three-fourths of the economy where people need to be saving money and giving them an incentive to save money.
1: Oh, no, I agree completely. Yeah, that's that's been the problem with the Fed. I mean, I, I think this, is, this COVID is going to completely change and discredit the Fed before it's over. Okay,
3: so getting back to the, the matter of the COVID and the economy, I'm just wondering how much, I mean, I don't have access to the data and, and to, to really look at this, but how much of this market drop is due not so much to the COVID, but the COVID exposing the weaknesses in the U.S. economies, and the U.S. and world economies? You know, I mean, maybe a third of it's due to the COVID, and, it, and, and it's just exposing all the weaknesses, you know in the economy I,
1: around the world. I think that's a that's that's a brilliant observation. I, I look I do think it's I think it's probably 60% covid because people are pretty spooked by it. but but what's really spooking them to your point is the 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 supply chain shocks and how dependent we are on China has been shocking. I you know I'm hearing there's going to be shortages of a number of drugs out there. Uh they're already well, the FDA said one company's already reporting there's going to be shortage they are not going to be able to make the drug uh, because because eighty percent of the raw materials for drugs come from china ninety five plus percent of our of our antibiotics come out of China, and nothing's shipping out of china right now so yeah, this is really shocking people how vulnerable the United States is and and this is causing a, a drop because these companies everyone keep in mind every one of these ceos they're calling all the, how vulnerable are we to china and they are said oh no we make everything here and then all of a sudden they call back you know the next day and say look we talked to our suppliers they have problems because they had some parts from china all Right. okay thanks for your time yeah good good no that that's that's really what we're dealing with here is 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 uh, the, one of the the things that a positive is going to come out of this is, is it, 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 this really discredits this globalism because we're realizing how vulnerable we are in the case of a shock to another country, in particularly China, who's not exactly our friend. In, in it really, we're very vulnerable. I mean, the 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 the, the, the uh, uh, bacterial the uh, drugs uh, antibiotics. We have such a dependence on China that when they were trying to figure out on the trade on the tariffs they, uh, there was members of the president 's cabinet said they shouldn 't do it because they could cut us off from antibiotics, and here we are with a cutoff because of the covid so yeah, this is a problem again, you got a question or comment seven one three 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 nine ten seventy this you know you do want to t- I feel bad because people are you know you don't want to just not go out take it you know it you want to kind of help people out in this environment and i and i do think there's you know it if automobiles are slowing and stuff you can get good deals at the auto place now maybe in you know, the next couple of weeks good time to buy a car and it helps people out so so you know there is ways to do it uh but you you just have we have to kind of work through this and i, I don't think it's completely factored in now the other thing is that people are talking about is is that look? Bernie Sanders looks like he's going to be nominee. There's also talk that this is affecting the stock market because it's going to be Trump or Bernie Sanders. You know, one of the dangers is Trump mishandles this COVID thing and he gets blamed in some way, and then you could see Bernie Sanders in there. So it's another risk to the market, and this risk is going to go on probably through the election. So we've got you know over the, we have another couple months of the COVID and we've got a couple months of the elections coming up and Bernie Sanders and we're going to know something with Bernie Sanders pretty quickly with Super Tuesday as next week. So, by the end of next week, they're going to pr- predict uh, they're going to have picked, uh, after Super Tuesday, over 40% of the delegates. So, you're going to have a pretty good idea. So, that's also going to be factoring. So, there's a lot of stuff Caller. that's just hitting market, even it's at record high levels. His name's Tom. Do you have any phone? Question? Do you have any uh, call? Tom. Yeah, go ahead. You had a question for us. Yes, uh, yes, go morning,
3: uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I've actually bought into this market because I kind of believe in, you know, reallocation. I have a, you know, an allocation, you know, equity to fix that I'm comfortable with risk-wise. So, obviously, in a case like this, I rebalance back into the market. But my question to you is, since this is somewhat unprecedented, Mm -hmm. what we're seeing is, is there enough there to see you uh, that you would advise your clients to maybe change their allocation and be more conservative? or? Just stick to their guns and ride it out, and, and rebalance where necessary.
1: That, that's a good point. Look, I think the rebalancing is important.
3: We're very, very
1: conservative at Max Out Savings Advisor, so we're we're pretty well set. I, you know, you're never set when it drops like this. But but for for a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there I think that had their allocations of stocks too high, and and this is a great question. And if, if you had your allocations at too high and you saw what happened in the market and you're nervous, I, look, I think at a minimum you should look at making sure are you comfortable with having you know 80% in stocks, 20% in bonds or 70 or whatever your thing is. If you're not comfortable with that, maybe dial it back to, to, uh, to a level. Now, if you were all in cash, so but that's kind of – yeah, that's a good question. I think at this level, because this market could go lower. You know, you, uh, make sure that you're comfortable with it at this level. Uh, what One of the reasons this is a, uh, went from uh, a record high to a 10% the most since 29. The reason is a lot of people were over allocated and, and didn't understand it and then kind of do, So I do think that's a good point. Thanks for the call.
0: This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer.